Hayden said I'm a nuisance, I got a ban from Newham. Flat blue in the field, I'm scoring goals. Coming like Calvert Lewin. So obviously Calvert Lewin's flying. And the Bobblers are on their one-year anniversary mark. A year ago, we'd done a podcast in a local bar called Mojo's, and we didn't expect to be sat here today, but we are. Um, so I think it's fair to say we're flying high, and I just want to quick say a quick thank you to everyone, uh, all you fantastic Blues out there that have uh, made it all worthwhile. We've met some fantastic people, uh, and it's been a really enjoyable experience. You're still listening a year on, you've got no idea why, but you're listening to this, so good on you. Uh, so tonight we've got, uh, for our one year anniversary, albeit it's a remote one, myself, which, we've got Mitch, and we're joined by Matt. Some of you heard Matt obviously on his, uh, his guitar, been a bit of a musician in his time, bit of Glastonbury, bit of everything, um, and uh, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good little mix tonight, and I hope you'll enjoy it. Um, so before we really get going with the Everton content, I'm going to say to you first, Mitch, it's been a, a mad, bit of a mad year, hasn't it, really? We didn't expect to be talking out to, to Blues. Uh, we've gone from, like, you know, there's Blues listening in Canada, America, yeah. Asia. Yeah. What's been your highlight of the year? doing your first year's worth of Bobbler's podcasts uh, I enjoyed when Ronnie Goodless come round and John that was a really good one um, I don't know they're all good aren't they just, you yeah. enjoy talking about Everton having a drink chatting about Everton yeah. um, some of them I don't remember <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no it, it's been great um, yeah probably see the Ronnie one was, was really good yeah. I like I said, I just enjoy I enjoy it. I just enjoy them all really. He's a top blue, Ronnie Goodlass and you know to, And John as well. And John John Blaine, uh fantastic, you know, blues that to, to have them two turn up and and want to do a podcast with yeah. us and it was you know, it was just just fantastic really, yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Um and to be honest, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kind of um give mine because that, that was fantastic yeah. in itself. Uh, Matt, obviously you've done a few now. Obviously yeah. say you're 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 Highlight of the year, the year is when you've been involved. Well, I haven't done that many, have I? So I, I saw, sort of, I like them all. I've done about three, I think. Mm. I've got a feeling this is going to be my favourite one. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good to come on because obviously I'm I'm on the WhatsApp group all the time, but so I don't often come on the the Bobblecast. So it's mm. nice to be able to put my thoughts out there and see if anyone in Twitter sphere yeah. agrees with me. It's good to have 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 your like you know have your ear as well and. It's normally just me, you, and I have a buzz, or, but it's good to have somebody different, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I've known Matt for years now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, Matt's a you know, terrific lad involved in the Liverpool music scene for years as well. Uh, so he brings his own, you know, his own to the ta- you know, his table as such. But um, we would say that we, we're supposed to have Barry Williams as well, but Barry Williams is, is licking his wounds apparently after a bit of a session in Berlin. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Listen, I'm here through the pain barrier. I, I, had, I, had, I had everyone last night. Ba- Barry's been telling us, you know, for the last six months, how he goes to Kenya away, Switzerland away. He's the, you know, the the away master. Hmm. And, you know, he can't even do a session. Said, the there's, no, there's no physical activity. All you have to do is sit here and talk. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's all them law mows he's been doing. Probably done his backing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my grass is getting a bit long, so he wants to come in here. He's going to need a new one soon, though, you know. He's going to wear this one out. <laughs> so, it's... I, I mean, the start of the season, I mean, it, it, we, we couldn't have expected this because we six wins in six... We're top of the pops. Um, <laughs> there's a feel-good factor. There's a bit of momentum. We've got a new kit. It seems like a new dawn. And uh, there's a bit of a new professionalism about us, isn't there? I think, you know, it, it, it's clear to say where, where Carlo Mancelotti speaks, everyone seems to listen. Matt, yeah. um, so I'll probably start with you there. Uh, how are you feeling this is like at the moment? Um, I'm really enjoying it, really. Because um, the last time I remember feeling this goes about being an Everton fan was probably Martinez's first season. But even then, it always felt like it was it was one bad result away from just ending. But mm. this time, it reminds me of what my dad was saying back in the 80s, where we go 1-0 down, you'd still think we win the game. Mm. And it, mm. I feel like that now. I, 
A bad run, a bad run's gonna come. You can tell because it is a transition, like. But at the moment, I can't see us losing, and I know I'm jinxing it saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but like when West Ham scored last night, and when West Brom equalised as well mm. last season, we'd have lost them games. Yeah. yeah. Now you know. It's alright, we'll just know the score. We were talking about that before, weren't we? And it's like the uh, the other team. Uh, I don't want to say the name, but. They go through the gears yeah. and they just go yeah, bang, 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 go right down the other end and score. And that's yeah. what Everton seems to be doing at the minute. It's like, you don't panic when we concede or go behind or they equalise. You just, you got so much belief in them, belief in the manager um, and this team now. So it's happy days. Well, you say about belief in manager and, and we've been used to kind of like the growing up from, from our era as such, it hasn't been the same, has it? And we're all of a similar age in our thirties, and, and we haven't seen them times in the eighties. But what's refreshing, what what's clear to us is that we we we've, we've kind of grown up the last couple of decades of being told we're not good enough, and yeah. we can only do what we can do, and taking a knife to a gunfight yeah. and all that kind. Yeah. That kind of you know we we we've been forced to stand our next put same a lid on expectations. Mm. Yeah, totally putting a lid on the expectations, and Carlo, um, in the media seems to be totally different. Um. I'll start with you on this, Mitch. Um, is there anything that stood out with you with, with the way Carlo's approaching our mentality? I just think he, he's, he's dead calm. Whether we win, lose or draw, he, he reacts the same. Yeah. He doesn't get carried away when we win. He doesn't get go off his head when we lose. He's just the same right the way through. And it's... Like I say, you, just, you, you believe in him. You, yeah. be, you've got a world class manager that you believe in like we've had managers in the past where they've had a great first season and you always know it's not going to end well it's it's you just know it is they're not winners he's a winner and like you say you know it's great mate what about yourself Matt? I think it's it's strange that someone with his status like he's been at Real Madrid and Bayern Munich and I'd want to put Everton up there in that category but being being honest, they're, they're <coughs> behemoths of clubs, aren't they? Yeah. To us. But he's come from them and he gets Everton and he gets the city. And the way Klopp has done it at Liverpool, where he, he's created the culture around himself and everyone in the club believes in him. And so what he's done that here, like he's moved to the city. Did Moyes live in the city? You wouldn't know, would you? Well, the Martinez, no. Like, um, and so lives around the corner. You, you see him. You see him out and about. She has car before, didn't Yeah, you? yeah. So it's car in Sainsbury's. He's <laughs> down the beach and he engages with everyone. And I think the good feeling with the fans now, sort of... Wait, then, what, wasn't Angela... Uh, sorry, um, Sam Allardyce living above the Toby Carberry? Informally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the way that he's, he's connected the fans to the club again and the good feeling with the fans seems to generate results on the pitch and then the results on the pitch where feedback to the fans and it's like a it's like a loop isn't it it's like a 360 fingers yeah. going yeah. on about you well I, I mean if you look at some of the stuff that he says and uh, you know it, we we put a tweet out on our, our bobblers uh twitter about this to say that you know he, he's straight away he's demanded that we should be finishing first mm. that's the first one yeah, yeah never you know for as long as he's i can remember winning trophies, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah as long as i can't i can remember i can't remember a manager telling me <laughs> That we were to be, we should be able to first. Yeah. So all of a sudden I thought, well, the fuck's this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you know, obviously you know who he is, but we're not used to it. And, yeah. and this fella's demanding the best. You know, you look at what he's demanding of the players as well. Yeah. There's no good saying this if you're not going to back it up. But he's saying to Dominic Carver Lewin, he's saying to, to Richardson, 20 goals minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, he said Ronaldo got 56. Yeah, he's yeah. even scored goals with with hammers and, and tickets and all them players behind him. You yeah. know, he he's literally he's setting everywhere he touches and speaks about. He's setting the standards, isn't he? Mm. And you know, he, he was on last night actually talking about the uh, winning the cup, mm. and he said the spirit of the blues and all. Yeah, he's getting part, proper part of yeah. who we are and that, mm. saying that you know, no strangers. I like singing, but I like to sing when we win. Yeah, so for singing soon. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's weird, 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 weird. Yeah. So it, it's a narrative that he's pushing. It's well, a narrative it's, it's that's different. It's gone, hasn't it, from like having a good cup run to yeah. winning a cup. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what he does. He wins cups. He, yeah. He, hasn't he won more cup, the same amount of cups as a manager as we have as a club? Mm-hmm. He's won like 15 or something, but then he's won 15 or something as a player as well. So mm-hmm. that's what he does. He's he a wins, winner, isn't he? He wins trophies. Yeah. 
and all of a sudden as a result of that as well, it does, I don't know if anyone listening or, or yourselves think, but the narrative does seem to be changing a tiny yeah. bit in the media. Like, you know, people eating humble pie there. It is, I mean, Mark Ogden, he's disappeared <laughs> off to, to wherever he's disappeared. But, uh, you know, there does seem to be all of a sudden this kind of like, you know, I don't want to say too soon, but like a bit of positive articles out there, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, so it, it went from what do Everton fans expect to this is what we expect. We told you this at the time. Mm. And yeah. I, I tweeted, like, there was a video of Garth Crooks going around. Yeah, yeah. Said, like, this is what we expected. So, no, no thanks for the input, like, but we were right. We yeah. demanded it, we got it. Yeah. So, we listened to you. We'd still be like lower half the table and thinking finishing eight or nine was a good season. So. Yeah. But, I mean, Everton, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> that fellow, I mean, he knew all along you know, he's advantage, did the best. Yeah. And, you know, I think we, we, we've been kind of coaxed into this weird life that we live as Evertonians expecting that we shouldn't be doing anything and it's nice to now yeah. have a man that's demanding that we are you know we are that good we should be doing this and he's demanding off the fans he's demanding off the players he's demanding off the chairman yeah. you know he's, he's going in getting the best players in the world I think in, in players like Hamas Rodriguez uh, and, and it's, it's just it's just, and like you say he's refre- you know he's embracing the city yeah. You know, yeah. yeah I think it's always good as well when you've got a song about the manager because yeah, yeah. you know the fans have talked to him they're on board and, and they, they, they back him and you know like uh, like Moisey had a, had a song did he and yeah. even, even Martin has to be fair but like Coombe and Never and Allardyce never uh, <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm saying is you you know the Everton fans are on board with him like you say yeah um, you know, it's fantastic, and you know, there's there's been a lot of comments about uh, Anthony Gordon not getting it around, and and let's be honest, Anthony Gordon looks like a fantastic footballer. Mm. I'm gonna put a spin on this, and I'm gonna say that we shouldn't be relying on teenagers. No, and it's actually a good thing that all of a sudden we can keep a teenager back a bit that and let the, it develop. That piece. was the original idea with Rooney, wasn't he? He was gonna come in, and then you're gonna take him out, mm. and then pull him back in again. And you've seen the way everyone's turned on Tom Davis and how even I did originally on like Holgate and Calvert-Lewin. Mm. They have a run of poor form, they're just kids, aren't they? They're mm. not going to play brilliantly every week. So I think he's probably thought, time to bring him out a little bit, mm. put him on the bench in the cup, maybe start him. No, yeah. I think he's handling them right, he knows what he's doing. Listen, he's young, he's... he's... Like you say, he's still in. He's going to have plenty of opportunities down the line. Well, we always look for extremes, don't we? So you yeah. always look at, like, well, yeah. Mbappe's starting every game. Yeah, well, he's you know what I mean? <laughs> There's not many Mbappe's. But, you know, we'll kind of go on to that later on. But, you know, you, you've got to trust. Carlo Ancelotti's in here now. You know, he's telling you this is what he wants. The mm. players seem to be buying into it. Yeah. You know, the media are slowly coming that way. Mm. The fans... Yeah, begrudgingly the fans seem to be there, um, and, and you know, who knows, who knows, um, and and this is a bit of a new segment we're going to go on to about the talking points. So we're going to bring our own individual talking points to the uh, the Bobblecast. So we'll start with Palace. Um, I didn't, you know, at that game, I didn't expect to be sat in a jacuzzi because I can't go to the game. <laughs> I was sat in a jacuzzi, but I'm we'll going to. But yeah, well, you know, it was, it was only in like a cheap campsite, but there you go. But uh, Mitch, I'm going to start with you, seeing as you're facing straight on with me. What was Lee Mitchell's talking point from Palace? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the Palace game? Yeah. Uh, talking point. Again, just grind another, another win out. Where we've been used to them hitting fours, fives, threes. It was one where he dogged it out, didn't he? You know, away right there. Um, albeit the pen, I don't know, is controversial. Um, but they, 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 they grinded it out, you know what I mean? And, and that shows another side to him. I mean, uh, this has been a big factor, hasn't it? The sometimes that I've, I've, we kind of addressed it before about the uh, the, the mental toughness. Mm. You know, we, we sometimes we have kind of fell apart, and yeah. you know the past one was one where you've got to dig in. Yeah. Um, got a good side, Palace as well. Yeah, and you you wonder as well. You know, the, if the if they actually had um, if Angelotti had the centre half available, mm. 
Yeah. Uh, would he have brought him on? You know, we see that last season where he, he brought the extra centre out where we haven't you know with shows on the old centre half front. Yeah. But we didn't and we, we went to see it out and uh, yeah. it was good a good win, wasn't it? It was mate, very much so. So Matt, over to you, you're talking point from Palace. Well I'll just consult my notes. And my um, <laughs> my talking point was Richardson's penalty. Not how it was won, but how he actually took it. Yeah. Now, there's two ways of looking at it. Now I said, is a stuttered run up? The sign of confidence or uncertainty. Mm. And within, because he's got loads of quality to pull that off, you'd say he did mean to do that run yeah. and he knew all along he was going to score. But if someone else did that, say he's centre half, are you looking at thinking he's not sure of himself here mm. and he's luckily scored it? No, Gareth Southgate. Yeah, but would he do that in a cup final shootout to win the game? I personally think he would. Because he's got that about him, but other yeah. players, if he done that, you'd be like, he's not sure him, oh, no, that, mm. that's lucky. <laughs> that's it, that, it's a cracking point, to be honest with you. And uh, to be honest, I, I, the whole stuff had run up, I hadn't really thought about it at all. Mm. And I heard the commentary talking about it to say that it's all right as long as you stutter on the build-up. Yeah, yeah. But not the conclusion. Yeah, yeah. Which, I, I mean, you know, I'd be the sixth or seventh penalty taker as a centre-half. <laughs> so I'm sure you guys know as a forward and a left-winger. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you well, know. I've taken two compared to penalties and missed them both. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, you know. I was always a pen-taker, to be fair, when I was uh, playing, but I'll be honest, my ass was going when he, when he stepped up because I've only seen him take one for us and he couldn't put it in the, 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 the upper gladdest, didn't he? But yeah, I and mean, uh, they won a Copa America, didn't they? Yeah, Spain, and so. he scored, yeah, 10 for Brazil. No, it's, it's a fair point, um, and to be honest with you, um, Keita, I'm trying to say his name right, is the, the Crystal Palace keeper. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he, he, never, he seems a fair enough keeper, and uh, I think Richardson got the better of him. You know, uh, yeah. uh, he, he, he stood his ground a bit, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, and I think ultimately ended up a bit rooted. Yeah, and Richardson, you know, it's a decent height and it's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought I was going to say from the Palace game. I forgot before. Um, there, there was a there was a moment where Takori again, Zaha was was breaking, wasn't he? Run mm-hmm. and I was saying at the time, it's him now, it's him, it's him. You know, on the halfway line. But Takori, yeah, Takori, because he's he knows. I'll keep up with him. I keep up with him. He tracked them all the way and won the ball and we were away. Yeah. And everything. Oh, now he's he's done that a few times against Tottenham as well, didn't yeah. he? You know, whereas where I'm screaming to hit him and, and nah, I'll, st- I'll keep up with him and I'll well, get the ball. Where that's in the spotlight is, is probably when you look back at the Wolves game. Uh, Adam had a try over there. Absolutely fucking just kicked into second gear and we, we didn't get anywhere near him. Yeah. You know? and, and we didn't have the player athletic enough to get back there. Mm. And us now, as a team, seem to have them athletes in midfield yeah. and, and Takura, you know, big, big abs. Yeah. Yeah. you know he, 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 he can burst into gear and someone I've seen someone say about his passing you know it's not really his game he, Gomez is there number 8 doing the old kind of mitten together yeah, yeah. and, and Hobbes Rodriguez he's there for his pure you know ability to, to get up and down get yeah. in the box and score goals um, so I, I'm going to go on to my talking point uh, which was Yerimina's cannonball header <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's right, yeah. Or did you said the county look like being shot out of a cannon? Well, uh, I've never seen any you know, yeah. As a centre half growing up, uh, albeit at a modest level, um, I'd never assume that it was a sliding, flying header. Andy but, Gray, yes. mm. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, he's done it, you know, he got fired out of his cannonball. Yeah, he does slug me in it worked, you know what I mean? I mean, the player got a free kick, but, you know, anything that needs to be done, he yeah, does he seem to be one of them players, and then I remember him playing against England where he, he, he'll just do anything, that, dark arts. And, yeah, uh, you know, I mean, there was one where he got so hard booked, didn't he? I think, when, yeah, when he, he went down, didn't he, off the ball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's just, he is a snide. Well, the other, the, 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 I mean, I, 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 I raised that as a bit of a headline, but the one that worried me, and I could be wrong on this. In terms of pe- pe- people, people may say um, that it was a specific tactic, but we had a particularly deep line. Mm. So I don't know if you're seeing some of the free kicks in the corners. Because you've got no option, but the free kicks, the just hands under the, the big whip yeah. into the box. We're almost in our six-yard box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, and, you know, I, I 
don't like that. <laughs> I'll be honest, yeah, and this might be a person, who might question, you know, obviously, Davi Ancelotti does the, you know, does the, and, and uh, Keane is particularly good at the, the low block, deep defending, done it at Burnley, but I would have liked to see this be a bit higher. Mm, yeah. You know, and I, it's, you know, it's harder to score if you're on the penalty spot than it is in the six yard box. Mm. Especially it takes a flick. He doesn't dominate the six yard yeah. box. Yeah, you know, he yeah. started to do the old punching, which I've not seen. I'm, I'm assuming that Ancelotti's brought that in. Yeah. But when, when when the ball whipped into the six yard box, it's a flick and it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I don't, I, it didn't happen, thank God for it. We, we did seem to be holding a really deep line yeah. on some of, some of them defensive. Free kicks. Mm. We've given away a few, you know, a few sloppy ones around the box, mm. and obviously Andros Townsend, you know, he's, he's got that good whip on him. But Kiyasi got one, you know, a goal and set piece. And yeah. I think it's we we may need to not saying it's a big thing. I'm just saying it maybe need it's something we need to watch yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Um. So that that was something that I did recognise. The, the, the you know Yeri Mina particularly good performance. Mm. So hard zero dribbles against mm. where he normally dribbles against people. Yeah. You know, so. There's a lot of good things about the defence, but it's just something that was interesting. I wonder if it was a particular tactic, I don't know. We'll pass on a big side as well, so yeah. we'll watch that. Um, so we'll move on to the, uh, obviously, another win. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to the next win, which was West Ham. Um, so just to change it up, I'll go with you back first for your, your talking point from the West Ham game. Right, back to my notes then. <laughs> um <laughs> I think, and I said it on Twitter, I think there does need to be a bit of a conversation about Sigurdsson. And as he, yeah, I thought he was really good against West Ham, to be honest. And um, is he going some way to redeeming how he's been the last couple of seasons? Maybe, like, them two derby performances were, even me as a fan of him, cannot defend that yeah, at all. I'm the same, mate. But is he going some way to, like, the, the, the way the three new lads have come in? They've sort of released him to go and do what he does. Yeah. He's skillful and with Rodriguez now being the main man, whereas at Swansea, everything went through Sigurdsson and he looked a good player. When everything goes through him and Everton, it doesn't work. Mm. But now he's not the main man, whereas Rodriguez is, and Sigurdsson can get the ball, he takes people on. He mm. looks interested now. But that's has got like Alan as his runner. Yeah, and that pressure's off him, isn't it, to yeah. be the creator? And... It seems to be like he, him and Gomez might be <clears throat> battling each other for that. Last number eight. Yeah, the number Do you eight. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm with you. I've, you know, I've always been Sigurdsson yeah. fan. I've always fought his corner. Even when he was playing, I said like when he was playing bad. Listen, I can't defend him. He, yeah. He's been poor, right? But there was other players poor that were getting away with it. Yeah, but the, yeah. the focus was on him because you, you looked at him to create and obviously the price tag. Yeah. Nobody it's even mentioned the price tag now, yeah. really. But yeah. uh, I noticed him with the goals and stuff last night. He was. Right in the box, he was in the six yard box. Yeah. You know, he was he was buzzing around. I mean, for the third goal, he's done excellent. Yeah. And I agree. I, I think he's really pushing to for a starting place. Um, yeah. It, I go as far I, as to suggest that we keep him. I know with a I, lot of people. I I, I would have kept him anyway. I kept saying that. Um, well, there's a topic just after this. It's called players who you wouldn't have kept pre-season. Yeah. You keep now. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of pull that one back in. Mm. But uh, no, I think that it, it, there's a conversation to be had, isn't there? Yeah, very much so, mate. I mean, listen, you say when a player play bad, you, you, you can't defend them. But again, I, he's he's another one who's just he's, he's raised his game this season. He's just, yeah. I mean, even in pre season as well, to be fair, you know, the two games he played, <coughs> you know, he, he was scoring and, and setting goals up and stuff. and there's a quality he, player. He, and he's, for, form's temporary, isn't it? But yeah, class is permanent. Yeah. And he's always been a class, classy player. I won't, like, side note, we didn't realise at the time of, like, the personal stuff you'd have to deal yeah, with before. Exactly, yeah, exactly. It was the West Brom yeah. game, was it? Yeah. With his brother-in-law, obviously got that had gone on. But yeah, he showed the mental toughness to actually come out and play the game and mm. play well. Mm, definitely, I think it's a running theme, the old mental toughness. I, I, yeah. I don't know, with, you know, sometimes mental toughness... People say everyone's gonna to be tough, and obviously we're not. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm guilty of, you know, I've suffered with mental health in the past. Um, but we're seeing a belief, and sometimes a belief, a collective belief, and and some of the Carl Ancelotti reassuring players and, and making making them feel connected and involved. Yeah. We are seeing that some of the mo- some of the people that you consider weaker, <laughs> mm, yeah. all of a sudden become 
more stronger. Yeah. And that yeah. you know, it's I don't think it's any coincidence. I, I think I mean, you know, he's a man who knows what he's doing and, and he's he's turning some of these players around. I show you how hard he rates Sigerson because he whenever he starts, he know he makes him captain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, so he's gonna make someone captain if he's not welcome to be Yeah. Here. So Mitch I'm going to come to you for your talking point from... I don't even remember the match. Where's that? I lost the match. Like, no, uh, mine would be Fabian Delph. And I've been one who's criticised Delph. And, and it's, a, he's only, it's only been two games, but I think in the two games he started, he's done really well. I thought he was excellent last night. He was. I thought he was yeah. really, really good. And if Alan has picked up a bit of an injury, don't know how bad it is, you're going to need him. You're yeah. going to need him being that, that defensive midfielder. Um, so that would be my my point is uh, is Delft's performance. What do you think? You know what? This this is a real good point. And sometimes there's a lot of people who will just say, "Well, I don't like Delft." Yeah. And they'll just focus yeah. every single mistake he makes. They'll say, "Well, Delft has done this." Yeah. And they they'll totally ignore you know ninety percent of the you know ninety percent of the performance and focus on the ten percent. Mm. And it's cognitive bias, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've got to step back, back and uh, I'm not going to claim credit for this. Andy Alpivet, as a scout, talks about it all the time, uh, and you know he's made me think about it a lot. Uh, but you know, Delph will be a prime example. You know, we we've sat here two weeks ago or three weeks ago talking about. Do we don't think Delph's got a part in the squad? But he was excellent. You know, and he's coming to the team and, and done well, mm. as Matt was saying with with Gilfie mm. and. We should want them all to succeed in the yeah. day, shouldn't we? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, very much so, mate. I mean, listen, we all have opinions on players, don't we? Yeah. Um, and I don't think he's helped himself at times, right? But to be fair to him, he's come in and he's another one again. He, he was, he's just, just raised his game. Um, the, be- the best thing that can happen is, just, you know, every player that you force wasn't good enough is good enough. <laughs> And all of a sudden, it's fucking saved Everton the fortune because yeah. you've got these players all of a sudden they've got a belief. Mm-hmm. And we'll, you know, we'll counter around mm-hmm. this up later on. And I think there's a bit of a theme that's occurred here. And I think it comes from a discussion we had earlier on about Carlo Ancelotti and about making, you know, empowering players, making them believe they're good enough, understanding the system. And we'll go back into that um, shortly. Um, but I'm going to talk about my, my, my opinion on the, on yeah. the, uh, the West Ham. West Ham game, so I've got a few here. So I'm gonna, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm gonna give one, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna grant default to two. Uh, well, first was was Nelson Conku. Yeah. You know we've seen this marauding left back that that's been, you know, do like almost Thierry Henry esque. Ripping people down the down the bench. Yeah, a bit of spice to it. You know, all these back ears in the box and all this kind of stuff. You know, there's nothing this fella can't do. All Niles, um, fantastic. Yeah, Marcel Brands, what's he do? You know, Niles and Conku's the answer. Yeah. Um, Jared Pramford would be another one, but I, I, it's always a question where you always think, well, what if he had to defend? What if? It yeah. was what's he like against the Premier League team? Yeah, and, and he played against the Premier League team. Yeah, and, and he didn't really. Get... It was the, the second string. It wasn't. No, it wasn't the no. second string last well, night. The only three players that probably were missing was Antonia. Um, he does not anyway. Bowen, <laughs> Bowen, and Diop that was missing because of the Corona. Yeah. Um. But I forget he's up against Yarmolenko. Yarmolenko. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, you know football Ukraine. He said he was coming to us, but. It was it, it was the first time I've seen Nkonku after just defence. Yeah. And he had to it was a big task for a nineteen year old to say, right, well you've done all these great things, last two times you played, you've had two man of the matches. Mm. Don't do that. Yeah. And just make sure that they don't fucking operate down that because we've seen Yarmolenko score against us as well. Mm. And he was continually putting them on his right foot. Pushing them you know, pushing them down yeah, there. Yeah. And for a young player to do that. It was quite impressive, yeah. and there was one occasion where almost Yarmolenko was all right. Then, well, I'll go, I'll go that way, but I'm gonna fucking skip a, mm. uh, skip a jump on you. Yeah, and and he turns and still got there and got, got, got yeah. the ball. And I thought, you know what, that that lad can do it all. He looks the business, mate. <laughs> it does. Yeah, and I've never heard of him. So no, no. I don't play footy manager or anything, no, <laughs> or FIFA and all that. 
I haven't had, I think the last time I played FIFA it was FIFA International Soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know all these players. So when he came in, I was like, who's this guy? And yeah. then I saw him playing, I was like, who the fuck's this yeah. guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, great. you know, obviously losing the main man, Leighton Baines. Yeah. And then you've the got God. the God. <laughs> and then you've, you've got two, like, Boss left backs there now, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, we went from having the best left back in the league to the two best left backs in the league. I'm trying to talk to you. We're on the top of everything else, aren't we? And I did say there was one more thing that I wanted to bring. Just just one more thing um, oh. um, from the uh, that, that, that game. It was, uh, I think, that Mick Keane was yeah. the most ill-footed defender oh, yeah. I've seen in a long time for Evan. Yeah. However... I don't know if he's been doing dancing lessons with his missus. I think he has. Be, <laughs> because strictly come keen. They're doing the Charleston. <laughs> <laughs> Managed to do little, little pivots in midfield. Like he was all moving. Snake hips. Snake hips in midfield. <laughs> Send the forward one way. And just yeah. that, it was like a little kind of on a sixpence swivel, wasn't it? Like John Claude Van Damme. He actually sent me the wrong way. And I was sitting on the couch there. <laughs> What was the chief who said he'd like to send his ancestors the wrong thing? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how did he do it? You know what I mean? All of a sudden... And then just he, mopped the ball. For and then just, yeah, casually assisted. <laughs> <I'm not living. laughs> a little dink over the top. But again, we talk about confidence. We talk about what Ancelotti brings to the table. I I'd, I'd, I'd hope that he brings some good wine, but he brings some confidence, yeah. doesn't he? He's the one player, I would say. I, I've just seen such a massive difference in him since yeah. Carlo's come in. I like, used to joke to me, which at, at the match, he's like, fucking hell, he runs like a baby giraffe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And he's just, for me, he's one of my favourite players now at Everton. I just, I would dread to think if he got injured. Yeah. That's how important he is to Everton. Well, weirdly, the biggest com- compliment I could give Michael Keane now is that I don't notice that he's playing. Yeah. And that sounds weird, but when you think about some of the mistakes he made last season, and now you just take it for granted that he's there and you'll mark yeah. that up. And a good touch wood, like the good thing is that he never really picks up injuries, does he? You know you're going to get 30, 30 games yeah. a season out of him at least. Yeah. Well, I, I think you were on the podcast where you might be with Roger Armstrong was on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about we didn't have many 7 out of 10s, like Gary yeah. Barry's. Yeah. And um, Michael Keane, you know, he's become this all of a sudden 7 out of 10 every single week. Yeah. He's there, he's heading, he's winning. And he's all who's you know, going above and beyond with the uh, the goals and the assists. You know why? It's what Carl just said, just defend. Do what you're good at, defend. Yeah. Don't be trying to mess about at the back with it and stuff. Just well, ironically, he's actually trying to mess about at the back. He's playing the short one from the keeper. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but somehow Keane's doing fine at it. But yeah, I, he's, I get he's, he's massively improved, mate. But uh, just, just while we're on that, and I wasn't going to really talk about this, but obviously Godfrey's come up. It's a potential sign, um, and obviously, as always, we look for the worst possible narrative. So, you know, if we sign like uh, Digne, he's a he's a he's a Barcelona cast off. If we sign Richardson, he only played for Watford. If we sign um, Garner, he got relegated. You know, yeah. we always look for the you know what I mean. We always look for the worst possible scenario. But some of these players have always been our best players. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we've been linked to, with Godfrey. Um, and he could be good sign, couldn't he? You know, it's. Again, it, it, might, it might not be the most glamorous sight. Not well, listen, look, look, look at the signings under Ancelotti and, you know what I mean, if he wants them, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm yeah. all for it. You know, you look at, you look at your Brantford, you look at your Enconcus, Gomez, Allen, each signing looks class act. If, he, if Ancelotti wants them, you know, definitely yeah. have them. Go and get him. Yeah. But so, we need another centre-half, I, I, I feel like we do need a centre-half. I think they'll get him in the end. Yeah. I just think it's we always fail with that first bid. Yeah. We always put an over a bid and it's rejected. He, and then they always get him like second or third. He really yeah. seems like a um, like a Jaggy Elker or a Dave Watson. Yeah. He seems like they're one of these really unglamorous players where when you buy him you're like, hmm, whatever, 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 do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then five years time, I fucking know what a sign he wants to It's like I said on, on the WhatsApp today, like just because the team goes down doesn't mean that they were full of bad players. There's always mm. other things that go on that me and the team gets relegated. And at the start of last season, everyone was saying how oh, well Norwich were playing mm. and how unlucky they were when mm. they were getting beat. 
No, they had some good players. It was just, it just but, didn't work. You know, no. look, look, look at Takore. He got relegated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you go back to uh, Ghana, Jaggy Elton, like yeah. we were saying before. So, you know, it's what it is. Definitely. Um, I, I, and a subject that, 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 that definitely is, is on point here is players who you'd now keep. Yeah. So, obviously... All of them. <laughs> Carlo, Carlo said himself that obviously we've got 31 players. Yeah. yeah. We need to reduce that obviously closer towards 25. Um, we've all, all had strong opinions. We've talked about Delp already. Yeah. We want all of a sudden maybe the one we keep. But I'm going to go through a few names quickly. I'm not expecting big discussions, but Delf keeps self. Hey, I'm undecided on him at the moment, but his last couple of games, I will give him credit, he's played well. But he spent a lot of time injured, yeah. so I don't know how much we'd miss him. But, I don't know. I'm, 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 if, if, he went, if he went, I wouldn't like be gutted. But yeah. if he stays... Alan's out for five weeks. If Alan's out for five weeks, I mean, there's other play. You plays deep. I don't know. It, 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 I think the last two, at the, any point of the season, not just now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the I last mean, January, December, you know, December, the, March. the performance last night. There's probably more chance of Delph being out for five weeks than Alan, isn't there? You know what I mean? Yeah, if yeah, Delph can yeah. keep it up, but you know, he's on. He's always one stretch, so, stretch away from getting injured. So yeah. Delph. Possibly you'd sell it if there was a if 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 a bid come in, I'll probably yeah I'll probably take it yeah 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 okay wall cost sell I'd say I've seen him have have good games that last game we all went to we were all out in that Palace game until he got injured I thought he was showing the form that would make you want to keep him but as you were saying about Delph I wouldn't be gutted if we sold him Mm. I think he's. It's nice to have players like Walcott, but good professional, good isn't professional, he? Yeah. a good athlete, but good attitude, good attitude, but, yeah. But I wouldn't miss him. Wouldn't lose sleep over him going. But what would be you get his value? Yes or no? Uh, I'd, I'd keep him over. I want to like him, but I haven't seen enough from him yet to say keep him. Mm. I I just think he's. I look at the difference in him from last season to now, and. He looks a completely different player, and he looks eager to impress. And where would you blame the side now, though? Well, I'm being, I'm being really harsh here. Where, where would you blame him? Put you the spots. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't start him. Yeah. He wouldn't start for me. So we, but he'd be in the squad. So he's twenty-seven million pound player on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And where does he play when he comes on? Where he's been playing. Where's that? Looking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, he's been to... playing centrally, hasn't he? Yeah. A bit more centrally. Yeah, true. Um, I agree with you, by the way. I, I, uh, I, just I, um, <laughs> no, I, if you'd asked me this three months ago or six weeks ago, whatever, whenever the season, I probably would have said sell him. Because yeah. last season I, I thought he was, I thought he, he started well and then he just completely went downhill. And when he was playing, I was like, fucking hell, he's poor here. But again, he's he's raised his game. Yeah. So he's but still young. I don't know what everyone else thinks, but me personally, all my favourite Everton sides from the last, say when Moyes came in onwards, has always had a Nigerian then. Mm. Yeah. Because Yobo, Anachevi. The Yach. The Yach. Yeah. Amakachi. Yeah. From earlier. The Wobi. Have we a Nigerian? Yes. Nigerian Not enough is made of Everton and Nigeria. Green and white. Green and white. You just said sell, so you're going to keep them on. That's a good point. I don't know. I'm. Again, I'm on the fence with him. I'll be but, honest, yeah. I, I would rather Walcott went before a Wobie. Yeah, age-wise. I, I think ability-wise, now. I just think Walcott's... Walcott's, he's on the wind down, mm-hmm. isn't he, from his career. Like. If you look at positional, um, a Wobie could probably play an ace. He'd probably play on, you know, it's electric as Walcott, he can play there. He and he can play the left, you know, so he can play three positions. Walcott is, is quite limited, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. A wise right in a three, you know, probably yeah, we can play football too on the right. You wouldn't really put him on the left, you wouldn't really put him as a ten. What are you yeah. saying? Keep um, I keep him. Mm. I think there's a lot there's there's a story untold of him. Mm. Would the would the in the first place? Probably not, but now he's here. You know, it, it, it's what we said the media of the week this season now, 
clean slate. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Pretty so well. it's uh, I, I reckon this next one will be will you just have to Gilfie. Keep Keep. Keep I've always said keep him. Yeah. I don't care what end all these can he, I don't know whether I want to alienate people, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> I don't care what these dickheads say. <laughs> 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 the way they just slate him constantly. He has had a, a really but by your standards are bad season like once, once like a, a player falls out of favour then everybody jumps yeah, on yeah. and follows yeah. don't they and it's yeah. like oh, and there's See, no it's in, you know, for me I, I, listen with, with Snow's and you all know by the group I've always thought as corner yeah and um, I mean he, he's, he's, that's a class act alright he had a different he was poor last year I, I hold my hands up and it was hard to defend him and I was I was still trying to defend him yeah, but, yeah, and he, yeah. even in the end I, I said no, do you know what? I hold my hands up. Yeah. He's not been good enough. But nah, he definitely stays for me. Yeah. He definitely stays. He's quality. And you saw, like I was saying earlier, you saw it when he was at Swansea and everything went through him. Yeah. He was a quality footballer. Mm. And now, maybe he's a little bit older. I think he puts himself about a little bit, but now he's not the focus. Mm. The you know? Like we said before, the pressure's off him. Yeah, yeah. And maybe maybe he did set his standards that high the season before. He did, You know, yeah. hitting double figures from midfield. Yeah, I've got <laughs> his goal on on his debut. Yeah, you know. The, so the big thing with Sigurdsson is that it's the value. You know, he spent fifty million on a player. Everton's record transfer. Yeah, forty-five. Stop rounding it up. Well, <laughs> there, there you go. But, you know, there's a certain level of expectation, and he hasn't achieved that in the last twelve months. He, he oh. has before that. Mm. I get that, um, but. Again, you know, you've got to give people a chance you know, to succeed. Yeah. He does seem to be a bit better. The Esk was yeah. saying last night, wasn't he? He was on our, our group chat that we've got. He was particularly favourable towards him. Yeah. And saying that he, he thought that, you know, he played particularly well. Yeah. So, you know, people see things differently and, and you've, got to, you've got to respect so that, you know. So, keep, keep, yeah. So? <laughs> I'd keep him unless some kind of ridiculous big comes in for him. Yeah, which is probably not going to happen, is it? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, Cheng Tosin, I'd sell him yeah. because only because mm. he doesn't fit how we play. I think if you played him in an old fashioned four four two, he'd be great next to Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't think we're gonna play like that, and he doesn't get in ahead of Richardson and Calvert-Lewin. It's not very dynamic. Plus, he's out, isn't he? Till isn't he out till Christmas? I think he's back in full training. Oh, is he? Yeah, back in training. No, I think he's a good footballer, and I think he deserves to go and play so yeah. for that reason I think we should sell him because he, he does deserve to play in a team that plays to his sense someone who thinks we signed him at the worst possible time like, yeah he, he was another yeah. one who comes to the club at like a bad time yeah, he scored like a, a great goal in Champions League yeah he, you know he, I think it was goal of the season the group rounds you know he had a particularly good return and we signed him and he was like a yellow bitch itch yeah, 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 yeah. it's like Alan Dice is not soft, is he? You know, he brought him in. Yeah. Well, he knew he'd get a few goals for him. Mm. And there was no long term value in him. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, sell or oh, resound him. I was, I was. Um, Bernard? Keith. For me. I'd, if he played consistently, I would think he can. I'd say keep. But he just hasn't shown it for me. I'd say cash him while we can. Reluctantly, and we'd make a value. Yeah, I'd I'd want him to stay, and we have like a heart of Brazilian players there, but I, he just hasn't done it for me. He's like one of these. Uh, I, I said this to Mitch the other day. We talking, um, and I'm saying like, I grew up really jealous of, of Middlesbrough. Genino, Genino, yeah, Emerson and Ravanelli and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. that that he didn't have really done anything, but yeah, you know when we kind of like look at it and you think, oh, I'd, I'd love that kind of Brazilian. Yeah, yeah. See, I yeah, think he is that, isn't he? Well, I think he's another one who, like, probably last season his standards did drop. But you look at like the two games he started and he stood out, and albeit it's Salford and Fleetwood. But yeah. I think there's a player there, and I I just think he's. I mean, I know he's on big wages, and I know if you sold him, you'd make money. So from a financial point of view, it would make sense if a, if a de- if a decent bid come in, but. We're building a good team now, good good team, good lads, and I just think he's a, he's a good little player. I think there'll be times where listen, we're gonna pick up injuries through the season, you know we yeah. will, and somebody like him coming in. It'd be interesting to see him play that eight role. 
he looks better centrally where yeah. he's been playing this season. Like he's, like he's been playing that wide, hasn't he? The last yeah. couple of seasons and you know he's not away yet. But Robbie's best performance is the Burnley away. Yeah. Which is but, weird because he hardly ever plays away, does he? No, I know. And he played I think we played in a three five two that time he played inside and it was best performance. Um I'm just gonna rattle off two names and I'm assuming that we'll be united on this is Palassi. As as much as you want to say I think I think for for his own sake he should he should go. I think he should go back to Palace. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not that's not because I want to chase him out the club. Yeah. But I don't think he's like like with Tosin, I don't think he's gonna get the game time he deserves. He's he's not even coming close to the he's he's not getting on the bench, is he? He's a fantastic lad. Brilliant lad. Brilliant attitude. No, he's been terrible on injuries, but Oh, was that the game he got injured? I was yeah. at that match. I was, yeah. It was yeah. weird where he just jumped right in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was right in front of us, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And it was it was dead unfortunate on him because he is a good footballer. He's more than a good footballer, he's brilliant. He's quality, man. But for whatever reason, he's I can't see him getting what he deserves or everything. Mm. I think he, he would to the Palace, or if he went to another a similar club, I don't know, maybe, maybe a Wolves or something like that, he'd get a game there. But I'm not saying he's not good enough to play for Everton. I just don't see how he's going to get in the team. He, he, it's just not right for him, is it? I think no. he, he kind of knows that as well. Yeah. Now, I think he'd be a blue forever. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? The way he, he's kind of... Mm. But while we're, on, while we're on the subject of him, just mention the, the treatments he's getting on Twitter. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just took the words out of my mouth there, yeah. Like, I don't know. What's, I don't wrong, know with think. What's wrong with people? Like, why... He's a fella. He's he's just he's just a bloke, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Like, would you just speak to some random person like that? So he's a good footballer. He's doing his best to Do get. You know what though, right? You know if they seen him in the street, they probably asked for a picture. They wouldn't fucking say. They'd ask for a picture. They wouldn't even say anything. They'd ask for a picture or an autograph. Yeah, yeah. Does my head in? I I mean, I agree on that. It's if anyone this fella really wanted to succeed, you know. Yeah. He left his boyhood club as such. Um, you know, he's a street footballer and all that. He values himself in doing that. Um, and, uh, and he was a great footballer. I yeah. thought, and me and Mitch have about this loads of time, but when he first came, his physical presence, along with Lukaku, kind of really, yeah. stru- you know, was great for us. Mm. Uh, and, and that was, you know, we had some terrible luck as we do sometimes as Everton. But yeah. um, that was, you know, that, that was one of them. Um, the only going to throw out Sandra. Gone. So. He's whatever a, cost, God. He's just been anonymous anyway, so we won't. I'd pay a club to save him. Tom Davies, loan, loan. I, I would like. I I think a loan move this season would benefit him. So he's done. So loan him where? Uh, ideally, for me, another Prem club, that's because that's where yeah. he's going to be playing for us, isn't it? Yeah. No, he's not going to be playing in Germany. He's not going to be playing in Spain. He's going to be playing in the Prem. If you could, it, I thought the Southampton move would have been a good yeah, one for yeah, him. Yeah. And I just think, 12 months away, playing football week in, week out, bigger pitcher, he comes back a better player, and then, or you sell him and you make a profit. I don't see, like, he's another one, he gets a dog's life, and, like, I don't see why, he, get, he gets the Osman treatment. Yeah. Right. And like I said on, on Twitter, like, I don't understand this whole narrative of, you need, you need to drop to the championship. Why? Why would you do that? You do that when you are like, like a, a 18, 19 yeah. year old, but, but Davis has been around for four or five years now in the Prem. But is, is this is what we're saying about that we're not now relying on teenagers? Yeah. So obviously, if there was an Ambappe broke into the side, then yeah, playing them every day of the week. But we've, we've bizarrely had to rely on teenagers, and I think yeah. Tom mm. Davies is a result. Came into a disjointed side, playing out of position. Shopping and changing managers. Yeah. I'm not to say I'm saying he's going to be good enough, and, and the people jumping on this will say yeah, whatever. But he's a good, a good technical player. Whether he's Everton Santos, I don't know. Will England set up rating? They rate him yeah. And you say like, how can you play hundred games in the Premier League and not get any better? If you're a bad player, you don't play hundred games in the Premier exactly, League. Exactly, yeah. And about five managers. I, I just, I just think, I just think alone. Yeah. We're doing the world of good. Just get it's away. Done from the world of good for holidays. Isolated and Ken, Kenny as well. Yeah. You know, it, it. Look at the bigger picture. It's twelve months away, right? Say he comes back a better player. He goes and learns his trade. Yeah. 
No. Like, I, you know, sometimes I'm in good club as well. Yeah. And he doesn't cost us anything in ways. So he might, no. you know, getting him off the books is not going to make a blind bit of difference. No. You know what? I, the, the, the other argument is as well as wages. Mm. We've got to have backups. We've got to have 25 players in the squad. So we can't have every single squad member on 80, 90, 120,000. Yeah. We've got to have a few that might be on Tom Davies' wages. Yeah. Where he can just come in and just, you know what I mean, battle out and. You might not be like you're. Obviously, you might exceed our expectations, but you, you know, we what we've seen, you might not be the best, you know, players in the world. But we, we were saying you may be able to come on and do a bit of a job. We were saying before, weren't we, that probably central midfield now is from last season. It was our weakest point. Now it's our strongest point. Yeah. We've got the likes of you got Alan Takore, Gomez, uh, even Delf. You know, Sigurdsson can play there. So if we right? so I I just think. I just think you, you wouldn't lose anything letting them go for, for 12 months no, do, yeah. uh, for the I season. I agree with you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I agree with you. It's not, so, really, it's not really like you left short. No, no. Do you know what I mean? No. You've got to look up backups in every single position, haven't you? So if you look at that midfield now, so if Alan couldn't play, Delph. Yeah. yeah. So then you look you look at the next level. So if Gomez couldn't play, Awobi. Hmm? Yeah. Sigurdsson. Yeah. Yeah, Bernard. You got a few. Send so you swap across to Kuray's one. I think we'd miss more. Yeah. We haven't got as FLS. Yeah. You know the. That is where can go. Yeah. That's what Barkley would have done if he fulfilled his potential. Yeah. He would have done that role. Front to back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where it'd be just not not as an issue. Mm. And, and then obviously. The Rodriguez role, which. No one else can do it, but Hammers really. Let's be honest. Your roles right. That wand of a left foot. Yeah. Um, so, we can't go on to this, and I'm, I'm talking about um, cognitive bias. So, we've kind of like said Delph all of a sudden mm. is a good player, yeah. or not a good player, but we need, we, you know, he may be a good player. But sometimes we need to step away from just hating players, especially and, uh, Davis. Well, <laughs> I'm going to defend him as a person here. Yeah. The treatment he gets is pathetic. Yeah. I don't, oh, he shouldn't be on a skateboard. He should be, why is he dressing like that? He should be constantly on the football. Does he come out on the pitch in a pair of Michael Kors, like, high heels? No, he doesn't. So, if he wants to dress... I think sometimes the way he plays. No, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Do you think sometimes, and I've seen this the other day, someone will say about... Um, obviously, Pickford has, has been a prime example this yeah, year. Yeah. Obviously, we all know that he, he's a talented keeper. He's England's number one. Sometimes he may be better for England than he's up for Everton. But, you know... When he makes a mistake, let's let's call him a mistake out. Yeah, let's yeah. not look for just call him off, call him out safe. Yeah. Every goal Everton concede now. Is his fault? It, it's a Pickford's fault. Mm. I'd say, well, oh, fucking hell. We've seen we've seen some great keepers. Neville Southall was you know was backing him the other day. Sometimes do we have to listen to them? I'm mm. thinking, well, yeah, he does make mistakes, but so do so do some keepers. You know what I mean? So the Southall. Yeah, yeah. so the Southall, and I mean he's called him up, but. We'd be in the match, Mitch, and um, Gomez has sprayed the pass wide. It, someone's intercepted it. Yeah, yeah. And no one said nothing. Unlucky, Andre. Yeah. yeah. And then Tom, Tom. does yeah. it. Right, fucking hell. Yeah. Not good enough shit. Yeah. Championship player. Yeah, and yeah. You know what I, mean? I had that argument on Twitter yeah. about when uh, Luca Dean played the ball onto Davis, and Davis went for the two. And I had this argument with someone saying that every move in the Premier League is planned to the end degree if you put a ball wide that's because you've trained it you've gone through it and training over and over again yeah if you receive the ball and give it the other man should be there and if the ball goes out of place because he didn't do his job mm. now there should be a little bit of awareness there that david should have known that he hadn't made his run but at the same time you can't just say david's your shit you've put put mm. the ball out of play yeah between the two of them that move broke down because it was both of their fault. Listen, we, we've said well, that... they ignored us, didn't they? Yeah, they ignored him. We've said it so many times. Like, there's only two types of players now, shite and boss. Yeah, you can't be you, in between. You can't be in between, can you? Yeah. You, can't, you can't allow for dips of form, developments. Yeah. And obviously, development, you can see different ages. So, you know, you can see Mbappe's at 19. Rudy's at 19. Yeah. But then he gets to well, 20. Well, isn't Ewan so nice? Well, you know, he's, he's a player that's excelled at an early age. Yeah. You look at, like, players maybe 23, Aubameyang. Yeah. He didn't really score the levels he scored, so 23, 24. Yeah. Yeah. 
and you look at Lana Vardy, yeah. 26, 27. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's like we're quick to write our players, but we need to just slow down a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Dominic Cavalier-Insult, for me, has taught us a lot. We backed him from square one and said he's a good player, but it's a learning curve from Holgate is one Day of them. Oh, yeah, from yeah. day one. From day one, yeah. <laughs> and Holgate, Holgate one as well. You know, we, yeah. You know, we, we've been critical of him. You know, and, yeah. And, 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 I don't think I, I still want him to do it. Like I've always said, this still it's like he does pick up injuries and it's getting yeah. that that consistency. Yeah. But listen, you can't take away his abilities, quality life. The other the other subject I want to bring in is um is Moise Keane. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of chat about him leaving and all that kind of stuff, but obviously we were massively in support of Moise Keane, yeah. and I think people need to realise with that as well as is that we we all that was a kind of movement to stand against racism. So as a fan base, I I do believe in twenty twenty we're totally against racism. Yeah, we're totally yeah, against any kinds of you know all the protected characteristics, homophobia. Yeah. You, know, you know, disabilities, we are, the, for me, you know, the All Together Now campaign is brilliant. Mm. And I think that the Moise Keane kind of experience shown us that we're all willing to stand together to say we're against it. To be, to know, be fair, we'll stand like, next year. To, to be honest, if it wasn't for him, none of this would have happened. No. no. Like, this this was the start, really, for us, wasn't it? Uh, and, no. uh, and I think we harnessed the voice and, you know, harnessed all these people that, that wanted to, to let their voice be known. Yeah. So all these kinds of lazy, stereotypical 80s yeah. things of, like, yeah, they're racist and all that kind of stuff. We're not. You know, you go to the game now, we're, you know, we're diverse, we're inclusive, the All Together Now campaign. And, uh, you know, I hope Moose Keane felt that love. You know, yeah. I'm sure he did. You know, I've met him a couple of occasions, he, you have met him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and whenever, he, you know, he says it, everything goes, you know, hopefully you'll feel, you know, that, that he doesn't have to stand against racism alone. Yeah. You know, so. uh, you know what? I hope, whatever happens with him, I hope he does well wherever he goes. You know, I'd love him to do well at Everton. Yeah. Uh, but it does look like he's going out uh. back to Juventus. This, sometimes things just don't click. Sometimes things just don't work out. It's just one of them. It, yeah. It's it's it's. I don't say like oh, he's shite him and all. That. No, he's no no one at that level is shite. No, yeah. when you think no. about it, you, to play at that level, especially at that age, you've got to be some footballer. But he's come to a foreign country where he doesn't speak the language in That's the middle it. of a plant. Uh, Twenty years old. I was going to say pandemic, I, sound, I don't believe in all that conspiracy shit. Yeah. But he's come in the middle of a pandemic, so he hasn't been able to get, you know, acclimatise the country, go out... With different set, managers again. Yeah, and different managers. Different managers. A lot of things have gone against him, and it just hasn't worked. I'd love him to stay and do well, or go on loan, do well and come back. But he's got to do what's right for him, and if, if he feels alone, he gives us and he wants to go back. Mm. I, I think you're right there, but I think, I think eventually, you know, it's we've all obviously we've got our own vested interests, you know what I mean? But I think the message was behind the scenes is that you can come to this city, yeah, you can come to this football club, and no matter where you're from, no matter what background you're from, no matter what you believe in, no matter what your protective characteristic is, we'll embrace you, yeah, you know, we've got, it, your it, it, we've got your back. Liverpool is a diverse and cultural city. Uh, and he came to the perfect place at the right time. And I'm sure later on in his years he'll remember the impact of what we've had as a football club and yeah. the message that we've sent. Listen, the thing is, right, he, he's got the big flag up in yeah. the park end with his saying. face on it, yeah. you know what I mean? And so he knows he's got our support. So if Moyes was to leave, who would you be looking at bringing in? Obviously, the Milik... Hobbit, Jovic, uh, Cavani, and Joshua King have all been linked. Go on. Um, Cavani's obviously the better player, in my opinion, out of all of them. But yeah, I, I, it's hard to say because you bring someone in, are they gonna unsettle mm. what we've got? Because are they gonna come in and want to start? And I don't think we need someone to come in and start. I think we need to keep that settled forward line. And someone who's willing to come in and just be a bit part player. Yeah. Which, in what, maybe he'd have to look at Josh King then. Mm. He could be the, the the most unglamorous, best signing that we could make. He could be the aging Eve. Yeah. yeah, he could. You know, 
that Im- impact off the bench as well. Like, let's be honest. Now we we our number one striker is Calvert Lewin. Yeah. We don't we don't want anybody sort of trying to come in and take his place. Yeah. You want somebody that who is going to push it, even push him even further. Yeah, but, 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 but then yeah, but then is happy to sort of play that bit part role. Maybe in like the later years, like you say, Cavani there. Yeah. You know what? Wouldn't mind a little bit of this. Try the prem out. Um, yeah, you know, and you know you guarantee goals from them. And it's one of them, isn't it? Where there's lots of options out there. Obviously, we know that we may be approaching some kinds of restrictions. We can't spend like 40, 50 million now. It's it's what's out there. The reasonable values. Yeah. Josh King might be the uh, the man that. We might not we, we, we might not be aspiring to you. I mean he might he might not be a Hammers Rodriguez, but this fella might actually have have a real good effect if we brought him in. I think you I think you sent me yeah, and you were saying about his like records, his goal records and his assist and that compared to Zaha's. has. And it's better, isn't it? Yeah. It's better than him, wasn't it? And he he he's got more goals and I think the assist is there or thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. So But for for me, I think both must have been worse than Palace, so Yeah. And I'll show you what a good job he's doing. I just remember the last game of last season. I, I'm, in fact, we a few games with Goodison and, and he has. <laughs> he's with us at times. You know, and especially that last game when we got B3-1 he, and he ripped Coleman, to be fair. Yeah. So, you know what? It might just be another one of them. It's a bit of a decor, eh, sound where it's, you know, you, you cherry-picked, you sort of pick someone off the team and yeah. we'll have him. I mean, you look back, the, the, the amount of good signings we've had in terms of, like, um, underwhelming, Jack Elkazi, Lescott's, your Tim Cales, mm. yeah. all the way, Holgate, Stones, oh, Tessa. Oh, Tessa. Mm. Yeah. these are all players, really, you didn't expect nothing out of. Yeah. And we've actually <laughs> been some of our better signings. So in terms of players, you know, the Billy Zinovs, you expect a big thing out of them, and... He never really got there, uh, mm. so he could be one, couldn't he, Matt? I think so, yeah. As much as, like you say, you'd want Cavani, you'd see his name and go, I want him. Yeah. Thinking about it, it might not work, and maybe Justin would be the better signing. Not the better player, but the better signing. Mm. So. But like, like you said before, it is, it's it, it's keeping the, the Calvert-Lewin happy, isn't it? And yeah. He's our number one now for me, he's, he starts, so it's bringing the right character. Right attitude. I mean, he. I think if you're looking at it from his point of view, he'll go. Now play for that Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Play for Everton. He was flying. Why? Why wouldn't he want to move? Well, I I agree. Totally agree. So Josh King, let's go and get him. Yeah. I would. Yeah. We'll upset everyone else, but let's go and get him. <laughs> uh, but we went from a prince to a king. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, one thing I want, want, want to just... We always do this, but uh, the pundit watch. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. Uh, and before we close, um, mm. I want to say Ali McCoist was actually a favourite man. And some people don't like him, and I get that. And, uh, I mean, he wasn't given the stats, he wasn't given all that, but I kind of enjoyed listening to him speak about the game. I think McCoist is good. I, I listen to him in the morning on TalkSport, and you have to remember, he's not an Everton fan. So yeah, he, he's he's not going to be biased towards us. If he's if it's not a pen, he's going to say it's not a pen. If it's a, do you know what I mean? But I thought it was refreshing. It was nice to to hear like him commentating rather than the same old same old Carragher and Neville all the time. Yeah, I thought it was. I th- I thought it was good to be fair. Given their like, experts' opinions. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's Carragher's always on the wind up as well. Though. You know, you know he's, you're, he's needling all the time. Yeah, yeah of course well, he is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see any problem in McCoist. I don't see why people know him. Clive Tilsley as well. I, I wasn't a fan of Clive Tilsley, I've got a miss, but yeah. Ali McCoist. Drink along with Ali McCoist, I'm, I'm all for. I'll tell you what I like as a pundit. Um, they got a, a lot of um, stick when all them idiots off Sky Sports got bins off. Is that Alex Scott? I like it. it's a it's a weird one, but when you listen to her speak, you think she does actually know what she's talking about. And I don't mean that patronisingly, but she has been there and she's been at the top of the level in here, mm. the highest level she can get to. Yeah. I know she hasn't played in the Premier League, 
But she she clearly understands football. I think I, I don't think that's a key there. The the one club vision for Everton. That, yeah. You know, the men and the females. Who are oh, in the oh, FA Cup final? I was going to say, you know, shout out to Everton's women's final. Yeah, like, the, yeah, the, the, the equivalent, and obviously yeah. we've had Izzy Christians yeah. on the on the on the global fashion array. But you're right, you know, you're totally right, Matt. There that we need to elevate and accept that because we've got some shit male pundits, yeah. and people are so protective over allowing professional females. But you, you yeah. know, who, who literally have done the same. You know, yeah. we need to get to a point where it's so inclusive that. Yeah. The, the best pundits are there. Don't give her the job because she's a woman, but she she knows her stuff. But the thing is as well, you've got pundits talking like Tunis and that. They played the game years 30 ago. years ago. Like, yeah. it's a different game now. Yeah. Right? And like, like you say, the Alex Scott, she's played the modern football. It's a different game now. Yeah. Isn't yeah. it? And they're talking like when they used to play. It's completely different now. Different rules, different yeah. setup. Except, is he going to is a prime example. She came on the, pop, the bottle cast through Mikey and... Um, she she was really understanding of football. She knew a lot about football, uh, and she she outstrip me any day of the week talking yeah. about football. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like we need to get past the, the the gender stuff. It's well, they play the game professionally, so they understand. Yeah, not at the same level as the Premier League. Obviously, there's no no point even raising that point. Mm. But they play the game professionally, so they know what it's like to get up in the morning, go to training, mm. go and play a match, win trophies. We need to get a put to a point where it doesn't matter if you're male or female. Yeah. Everyone is respected for their opinion. And and it, it's crazy that we're in twenty twenty. Yeah. And we're still at a point where people are questioning. People that. are crying at children. Well you look at what's her name, probably the best best presenter out there is that Laura Woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah she and she she's brilliant on talk sport, brilliant on sky, knows her stuff. She speaks really well, yeah. You know. Sarah Halpin. Oh, well, she's fit as well, like. <laughs> <laughs> you've just, you just got to have drawn off all the, uh, the Sarah, one of our own, Sarah Halpin. Sarah Halpin, yeah. Is, yeah. is, is, is crack, a cracking person. Yeah. And she really knows her football, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and we need to get past that. We need to... Just, it shouldn't be gender-specific. You know, no. commentating and talking about sports shouldn't be gender-specific. We need to get away from that old dinosaur ages and that. Um, so, anyway, we'll, we'll start rounding up. Um... Thank you very much for anyone that supported us for this last 12 months. God knows how long we'll go to. Um, you know, we started with 20, 30, 40, 50 listeners. Yeah. We're now well, you know, well, you know, 10 times, 10 times that now. But um, as soon as you stop listening, we'll probably still be recording. Yeah. So. Yeah. Seems we're apparently uh, affiliated with the club now. Yeah. Yeah. So in the party <laughs> no, I'll resist, Mo. <laughs> no to racism. Keep doing what you do, and, you know, all together now is blues. Bye for now.